0: Welcome to Soul Chat, a platform created by queens, recognized queens, to help bring out the queen in you and helping you master yourself holistically. We aim to be the light at the end of the tunnel with topics and guests that speak to your soul. So join us as we take you on an epic journey with powerful people, sharing powerful stories and tools to bring out the best in you. Welcome to Soul Chat. I am your host, Ebony Tatura and today my guest is the amazing Michelle Irene. Michelle is an intuitive lifestyle transformation coach, a published author, and a certified spirit junkie through Gabby Bernstein's masterclass, am I correct?
1: Yes, ma'am.
0: He currently hosts classes and speaking engagements to show others how you can live a life of abundance to become your authentic self with guidance from your angels. So thank you so much for being here with me today. I'm just so honored to have you as my first guest and to really be able to share all of your wisdom and all of your uh, your knowledge with my community and give them really just an insight into what that means to live your authentic self. And I know you guys are, you might hear a little baby in the background, but that's because we're moms in business and we get it done. But Absolutely. I want like to um, really just ask you and just dive in really quickly with what does it mean to be an intuitive lifestyle transformation coach? Because I think uh, so many people now are looking for coaches and they're looking for alternative ways to unlock different things that are within them. So can you just explain to us, like, what do you do? Who are you?
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, first of all, let me just say thank you for having me. I am honored to be in your presence because you are such a beautiful light mm-hmm. and um, and for this opportunity to share my light with everybody else as well. So intuitive lifestyle transformation coach um, is is a label that I'm not that positive on, because I don't really like labels. It's really hard to label what it is exactly that I do. But basically what I do is I help people just get their life back in order to live the best life that they can live, whatever that means to help them discover, um, a new purpose in life. We all have a purpose, but we all have many purposes to get us to that great big purpose as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so I try to help you get back on that path to be authentic, to be the true you, to be the best you that you can possibly be, and to learn how to um, release some of the things that might be holding you back from truly living the way that you are meant to be. Um, but in a nutshell, I just try to help you learn how to live a happy life and yeah. enjoy every day.
0: Yeah. That was one of the quotes that I caught off for your website, which you say, bringing happiness to others is one of my greatest accomplishments. Yeah. And I just resonated. Oh, I got chills. <laughs> because, you know, I think just in being someone who has been called to bring light and to speak your voice and to be authentic and who you are and being called to do that, I think so many times we question it or we, we can question it or we can doubt. Um, the purpose may seem so big, but that to me is just such a simple way of putting helping others. Like just to make others happy is such an accomplishment because that then leads. We all know that leads to so many other things. It's such an absolutely. And the latest thing I keep visualizing in my head is how we are candles. And it's everyone's responsibility to light someone else's candle. And that's how we light up the world, right? We create a different
1: world. Absolutely.
0: I'm just really honored to be here with you and to specifically talk about really connecting with angels and what that means and what spirituality means. Because in our previous conversation, I think when you get with religion, there's so much dogma. Right. There's so many different sects of every religion. Every religion has a different, you know, sets of different uh, followers. You know, within Christianity, you have Catholicism, you have Presbyterianism, you have Pentecostal, you have all these different sects. And I think so much of it can sometimes lead to dogma, can lead to judgment, whether it's of others, whether if it's of ourselves living in fear and not really. I know for a long time, I didn't want to disappoint God and a lot of the stuff that I was doing that I felt good about, I would feel bad about (laughs) because it was like, oh, well, that's a sin and you shouldn't do that. So I really want to talk about first getting into um, just spirituality and what that means to you and how that looks like, how that can look like for other people. Um, Because I think a lot of times religion doesn't really teach us how to be spiritual um, or what that means or um, how we can really access God or whatever you want to call it, light, consciousness, whatever people want to label it as. Um, But so can you just help me break that down for other people, what that means to you?
1: Sure. I mean, spirituality is basically about finding your best self. It's about finding that love within yourself. And um, like we just said, it's about sharing that with other people. And Usually, your first spiritual awakening, as they call it, because um they call it an awakening because we fall asleep, right We get into the mundane tasks of every day we get on that treadmill of life, and we just keep going and going and going and um I forgot to turn my ringer off. okay, I hope you can cut that out <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um we get into the the regular routine of life, and we forget to, um, really focus a little bit more inward. Um, when we can focus inward, um, we can connect with what I call our higher self. And when we connect with our higher self, we can then connect with a power that is greater than us. Mm-hmm. And when we can coexist with that power that is greater than us, we can create abundance of all sorts. And I'm not talking just monetary. I'm talking the abundance of um, the basis of love and happiness and togetherness and doing the best that you can and getting rid of negativity and, um, and just basically being happy on, on a daily basis um, in every moment that you possibly can. I mean, it's not going to be a hundred percent of the time. Let's face it. You know, life does have its ups and downs, but when you have a spiritual based practice, those ups and downs happen less often. And when you do begin to go downward, you catch yourself sooner and you get yourself back up sooner. And that is the beautiful thing of a spiritual practice. Mm -hmm.
0: I love that so much. I love that so much. And I highly resonate with that. And I just want to also just rewind a little bit because you have a journey and I've heard about it from you. And I've also, I've read a little bit more on your site, Um, but just talk to us about your journey and how you came to really discover your true self and how that journey looked like for you um because I think so many people also um we get we like you said we get caught up in the mundane task and then we I I believe that everyone has that feeling of like monotony it's like what am I doing why am I here yeah Um, and and I know that um Sometimes we need to understand our journey and understand the things that are happening to pull us to that greater consciousness and awakening. So just tell me a little bit about your journey um, and really how you came to discover um, that you can connect with angels. Because it's, it's, from what I understand, it wasn't just like you, you've you always been doing this, um, or maybe you have, and it kind of just manifested over a period of time.
1: It. It really did begin um, the earliest memory I have of having a connection with spirit or angels um, or God, whatever you want to call it, whatever your higher power belief system is, um, was I remember being in church like two or three years old, which is really kind of insane when you think about it to really have a memory that young But um, we talked about statues earlier on um, before we started the interview and um, the statues in the church. But there were certain paintings and statues in the church where I really felt like when I looked into their eyes that I knew who they were. Like I felt this connection with them and I didn't understand it. And then as time went, um... A lot of different things happened that led me to a stronger belief system in that connection with the higher power, but I really didn't truly understand what that connection meant until I was well into my mid to late 20s, early 30s, and more things began to present themselves to me. And so when I wrote my first book, I discovered that there was this chronological order of clues, quote unquote, or signs, whatever you want to call them, that were being laid in front of me. And I listened, like I had the, um, I had the strength to actually believe that these were being, these were guiding me down something greater. And so I just listened. And um, in my books, I call these breadcrumbs. Yeah. Um, Spirit will give you breadcrumbs and it's up to you to pick them up and put them together. And um, I think I just did a post today too about the signs that fall into your path. That it's not going to be like, bam, this lit up billboard. Hello, it's your spiritual awakening. It's going to be little clues. And if you can put those pieces together like a puzzle, that's where your message comes in. Yeah. And um, that's how it really started to begin. I was led to write the book by a series of clues and signs from my angels. And it just, once you start that connection process and you, you embrace it with gratitude, um, but feeling the gratitude, not just saying I'm blessed, but really feeling the blessings. You know, it's about the feeling because that's the energy. The energy is the feeling, not just the words, um, words, words are whatever, you know, words are a dime a dozen, but if you're not really feeling what you're believing, um, then you're not creating that momentum to keep that connection going stronger. So once that connection begins, it just, it continues to blossom. The more you practice, it's like anything in life, you know, the more you practice, the stronger you get and um, you can build your belief system and you can build your faith and you can build that connection with spirit up to whatever it is you want it to be that's your choice
0: I love that I love that and I think a lot of times you know you see sometimes when I think you're not maybe we'll use the term awakened or awoke you know uh, people say woke, woke. <laughs> not woke you know um, Sometimes it can feel like we don't have the signs. Sometimes it can feel like, well, well, where are the signs? Like I don't, I don't see the signs. I don't, um, I don't know what God is trying to tell me or t- trying to show me. And I love how you said you have the courage to believe in the signs, because I think it does take courage and it does take a certain perspective and belief to really take things that seem so mundane, whether they be seeing a certain animal all the time or, like. Uh, wings for me it's butterflies I would see them at as a teenager an older teenager as a sign to you know if I was worried or if I was contemplating something there were certain things that I would see all the time so I love how you said that I really hope that those who are listening give more power to the things that were being the breadcrumbs that are being laid in front of us to give us the clues Um, because I think like you said it's not a billboard you don't pray to God you know, it's like it's like you pray to God for growth and God gives you rain, type of thing, right? And right, it's like, right. We kind of sit there and we're like, "But God, I didn't ask for that." And it's like, "But you did." Though. But you did
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you,
0: did, you know, so it's really being able to, you know, spiritually ground ourselves in those signs, like you said, and keep the momentum going and being led and inspired. Um, to be called to answer our calling and be authentic and and, and following those breadcrumbs and, and trusting. Um, I want to kind of move on to really connecting to angels and what that looks like for you. And I remember you saying something like, um, I don't know if it was at the previous event I saw you at or possibly your event. You said something like, pretty much you had questioned like your ability to like really connect to angels. Um, And then you kind of explained like we all have that, we all have that ability to connect to angels and to um, experience that. So would you say that's through like following signs or how how does one go about really connecting to angels? Like what does that look like?
1: Okay, so first you truly have to have the belief system that, Um, The light within our soul, that is our gift from God. That is the gift from the Holy Spirit. We are all born with that light within our soul. And as youngsters, we still have that connection of that spiritual world, that energy, because it's all about energy. Mm -hmm. Um, We're energy, spirits energy, God is energy. um, and, And that light in our soul is energy. And so that connection is there. And what happens through life is that we become disconnected through belief systems, through organized religions and the way that they believe in how we're supposed to connect with spirit. Um, Or like you have an imaginary friend and your mom and, and dad and aunt and uncle say, oh, no, that's not real. Don't talk to them. When in reality, that imaginary friend might actually be an angel by your side that is guiding you and, and taking care of you. So what happens to, when I help people to open that door, to reconnect, to plug back in to what's rightfully yours, is, it usually starts with the signs. I've found that my method with teaching people what to look for really builds that basis for that connection. And then it stems from there. But the thing is, is that you already do it. Like everybody out there is already connecting to spirit. They're just not recognizing what it is that they're doing. And so opening that door with the signs and just kind of gives them that little spark of light Mm -hmm. to see something greater than themselves. And as soon as that begins, everything else just kind of starts to fall into place. And again, it takes practice. You know, it's like a muscle. If you want to get stronger, you're going to go work out. You're going to lift weights. You're going to eat healthy. So it's the same thing with connecting with spirit. And it's not something that just happens overnight. Um, It's something that builds over time.
0: I love that. I love that. And I think we use a lot of the same language, especially when we're talking about um, you said the candle, like we all have that light in that candle and yeah. the description. Cause for me, it just comes in pictures. I just see things in pictures and that's how I'm able to describe it to other people. Like, okay, well imagine it like this. And I think if we look at the light and we look at how we get disconnected from it, it feels dark. It's like walking yeah. away from Candle, we, we do that with fear with doubt with all those things and we feel un- we feel like we're not connected we feel alone like we get all these crazy thoughts that couldn't be further from the truth and there's even people that have told me well I don't think my light like I don't even think I have a light and it's like no <laughs> that's not possible that's not if you're possible.
1: breathing, you have a light, <laughs> and even bad. when you're not breathing, you still have a light
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I really love how you just broke that down, and I love the little tidbits of wisdom to tell people it's these things aren't things that happen overnight, especially if you know you are in that space where you feel very alone and you feel very dark um and really just getting back into your light and understanding what that feels like and that it is possible to be happy. It is possible to be joyful for no reason. And I also really love that you mentioned earlier, like the words we say don't have meaning unless we have an energy behind that, you know, cause there's so many people that say, I'm so blessed. I'm so blessed. But when you really yeah. feel it and you really um, embody it. And I love that you said that because the other day I was just thinking, um, in what ways am I filled with abundance In what ways do I have abundance? Cause I think to attract those things, sometimes we think, well, I don't have enough of whatever. And I thought about like, my kids come home literally every day with drawings for me that say, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have four kids and as much as people might look at, we've we've been conditioned to see people with a lot of kids and because like we associate with kids with hardship and, money and and more needing more money not having enough money we don't see it as like an abundance but when I look at my tribe my little family it's like I have so much love whether it's people like you just pour into me whether it's people that I've worked with that send me love or or gifts and I'm just like I'm surrounded with like just the utmost abundance of love and I couldn't help but smile because I feel like in a long time, not that I, I don't feel grateful and I'm not often grateful, but really being able to look at abundance from a different mindset and see how we're so abundant in ways, like you said, other than money that are just so uh, important for us to see that it, it comes to us in ways that sometimes we're not, we're not open to recognizing you know, until we're really ready to, to see that.
1: Exactly. Just like you said, with the rain, you know, you ask for growth and you get rain. Well, you know, what you're asking for is right in front of you. Mm -hmm. It's up to you to decipher what that message is. And the best way to do that is to continually come from a place of love and light. Mm -hmm. And if it feels good and then it's, it's in alignment with who you are and it's what your next step is. But when it doesn't feel good and it feels scary and it it creates stress, you're creating resistance against an energy that is not working with you, you know, or you're not working with that universal energy. And that's where a lot of that stress and that chaos and all that comes from because we're not staying in alignment with, with who we are. We're not staying in alignment with our truth. But it's all about energy, it really is. Like to live the best life you can possibly live, it's about raising that energy vibration to a new heightened level. And to, like you said, you are so grateful for the amount of love that you have around you. And if you want more of that love in your life, you have to find that place to gather that love. And sometimes the only place we can find that is going inside. You know, because there are circumstances around us that are out of our control. Mm -hmm. And so to lift yourself up, to keep yourself strong, you have to go inside and you have to light that light. You have to ignite it, you know, and you have to keep nourishing it. So it just gets brighter and brighter and brighter. And what happens is that light gets so bright that now your aura is nice and bright and you're going to start attracting more of that around you because people want that yeah they want that goodness they want that they feel your energy,
0: yeah, for sure. that's probably one of the biggest compliments I ever get <laughs> is it is, is the energy, and the other thing um as you were speaking, I was thinking about was um also our ability to um and you did this at your event, and it was so beautiful, and I just want to talk about this a little bit because when we talk about energy, right? There's so many of us and I experienced this in my own journey where uh, we want to experience joy. We want to experience love and light and all this blessing around us. But because we come from um, backgrounds or just having had experiences that may have been traumatic and you know, they forge certain memories within us that create uh, reliving that trauma like over and over and over and over again. Uh, One of the things that you did that I thought was so beautiful, and I love focusing on this just in general, is healing, like healing yourself. So, if we could just talk about that a little bit, because I think, not I think I know, like we know when you close one door, another door opens. So, if we're able to look at that quote and apply it to energy and know that we're, we hold a lot of space for our trauma, we hold a lot of space for like not forgiving other people or not just accepting that those things in life as, crappy as they may have been were meant to happen (laughs) Were supposed to happen right so just I want to just talk about healing and kind of how you approach that and how you look at that as far as energy and really being able to turn the tides as well as our perspective because I felt that a lot of the stuff at your event uh was really tied around well let's heal first and and along the way you were dropping breadcrumbs of just different tidbits that really help us unlock uh unlock and close doors that hold too much space for not the good stuff.
1: Yeah, so because we were talking about energy and everything that we experience in life um, is an energy that is stored in our soul. It's kind of like our hard drive. And every once in a while, you gotta clean out the cookies, you know? You gotta cash it out, you gotta get rid of the stuff that is just blocking all the new good stuff coming in. And so, yes, we've all had traumatic experiences in our life. We've all had those moments where things have been said or things have happened that um, were awful, saddening, um, depression, depressing, whatever it might be. We've all had those moments, but you are here right now. And that's not your story. That's not who you're supposed to. You're not supposed to take that story with you and just be that story. So whatever experience we have in life, in order to make room for new newness in our life, goodness in our life, we have to try to find the good in that story, whatever that might be. Um, You've heard the term let go, letting things go. There's really no such thing as letting anything go. What you're really doing is you're transforming that negative energy, that trauma, into something positive. So you're taking that energy and transforming it into something of a more positive energy. And even if that means, listen, I'm here today. I survived that. That's enough to celebrate Mm -hmm. right there. You were strong. You got here, you got through it. And now I'm moving forward. That's a celebration. Mm-hmm. And So the more we can celebrate our moments, big, small, and different, we can create this beautiful energy momentum that is just going to continue to grow and grow and grow. But if you, if you have this beautiful energy momentum here of positiveness and this negative stuff starts to come in and that story starts to come back, you're slowing things down. And that slows you down. Mm-hmm. And that slows your emotions down. And that slows your feeling down. And so to continue just moving forward, you just celebrate and be like, all right, okay, I, I went back to that place. It's all right. It's cool. I, there's something else in there. I need to learn, you know, uh, whether it's forgiveness or forgiveness to yourself for acting the way you acted or reacting the way you acted or applauding yourself for the way you acted or reacted to get to where you are now. Um, it's all about, again, it's all about the energy exchange. You know, so you are what you create, and if you wanna stay in that place, that's your choice. So I think I put a post on um, my Instagram today, it was somebody had written something, you have two choices to either um, evolve or um, resist, I think was the other one, crap, I can't remember, but I was like, what do you wanna do? Do you want to resist this feeling or do you wanna evolve from this feeling? You know, I mean, do you want to stay in this place forever? Or do you want to grow? Do you want to be happy? Do you want to be love? Do you want to be light? You know, it's all its all up to you, the choice.
0: Oh, I was trying to find it. It so is, and it's, it's really, let's just stay on this energy kick for a couple minutes. Because I think, you know, whether you want to talk about religion, spirituality, all that stuff you know one of the things that i was saying yesterday something that i did was you know on the surface and y'all know it's a soul chat right so it's a conversation with your soul so we're going to go deeper than the surface so on the surface when you look at the world right you look at you you would think the world's going to hell armageddon is upon us like <laughs> all coming to an end you know and not that i haven't had that fear-based mentality at some point or another where you're just way into uh conspiracies and you know <laughs> they <things laughs> really don't light your soul um but really understanding that life comes down to like you said energy and vibration and what you're attracting and on the surface it seems like you know the world is going to a certain place but for me i also see and i'm sure you can agree with this i see just such a beautiful thing that i don't even think we know what to call it yet because it's not a thing thing yet but there are so many people you and myself included that really believe in um trust greater in the faith of A, higher power and B, just the energy that we put out and being the energy that we want to attract being creators, like really waking up and knowing, okay, I'm a creator. And I love how you said, if we look at that as a picture and whether your story is like a backpack, it's like when you were speaking of that, I think about like our story being this backpack that we just tug around and we keep throwing memories and just negativity in there and and things that are associated with other memories and not forgiving and not forgiving ourselves or wishing something didn't happen and then it becomes heavy you know so um i can imagine i read some of your reviews which are amazing i can imagine I, i think one girl one woman said i feel i finally feel like myself yeah and if there's not something that's more of a blessing than that, like to really get someone to that state. And I always tell people, you can look how you want on the outside. You truly know how you feel. Like you truly know that you're not happy. You truly know that you're not fulfilled. Yeah. And when we're able to, because I think it takes bravery and courage to admit that we're not okay. <laughs> yeah. And that we want to unpack that stuff so that we can start attracting things from an energy standpoint. Um, What is your just take on energy? Because I listen to a lot of Joe Dispenza, Bruce Bruce Lipton, just
1: people who who speak my language. (laughs) Oh, really? Is that what you think? I love that. That's a great (laughs) viewpoint there, Levi. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. Um, So what is my take on energy as a whole or just, I mean, it's, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, definitely as a whole, and just how
0: we can start applying this knowledge and awareness of our own energies and being able to transform them. Being yeah, able to transform it to that new level to where thank you, to where joy, happiness, and all those things we're now attracting that because now we're vibrating at a level that resonates with that.
1: Right. Well, first, I just want to say that it's okay not to be okay like there's nothing there's there's nothing wrong with you when you're not feeling okay it's important to recognize that you're not okay so that you can begin to heal it and so what i like to tell people is ride that wave of that emotion don't try to stop it don't don't be like okay energetically this is what i'm feeling and if you if you just harness that, it's going to block you from being able to move forward. So ride the wave, ride that feeling, allow that feeling to just kind of move through you. And in the meantime, sit back and and just think, what is it that I'm learning from this situation? You know, or sometimes it's something that keeps happening over and over and over again. Well, that's because there's a lesson in there for you. And that lesson is coming from your your higher power, whatever that may be. And that lesson, once you learn it and once you can decipher what that lesson is, the energy of that lesson is going to allow you to open the next door Mm -hmm. to get to the next level. Mm -hmm. Almost like, um, it just kind of reminded me of like, um, video games, right? We have to, we keep falling in the same trap over and over and over again, and eventually we get past that trap and what happens? Do, 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 do you get to the next level. Yeah. You know, it's like that with your energy awareness too. Um, so it's about stopping yourself in your tracks. You know, when you feel yourself going down this one path and you start to feel heavy and you start to feel sad. And for me, you know, I, I start to feel depressed. I, you know, I, you know, mental health Awareness Month, you know, I was diagnosed with depression years ago. It was one of the darkest moments of my life. Um, But here I am, happier than ever. And part of my depression was that, as crazy as it is, I felt I didn't deserve happiness. Like, how, like, that's ridiculous. Now, now I know it's ridiculous. And now I can tell other people that have that same feeling That you do deserve happiness. You deserve every good thing that is available to you. And every good thing that you can create is yours for the taking. But it's all about that energy exchange. It all just comes right back down to that because you are what you create. The law of attraction, you know, everything starts from a thought, but it's not just about the thought. It's not just about saying this is what I want, it's about feeling what it is that you want. How are you gonna feel when you get that thing that it is that you want? Is that really what you want? Is that really the end result that you're looking for? You know, how are you gonna feel when you get into that new car? Are you gonna feel amazing or are you gonna sit in that car and be like, oh, is this it? This isn't making me feel what it is I wanna feel. So that, car might not be the real thing that it is that you're wanting. It might get you to the next place that you want. You know, if, does that make sense?
0: I kind
1: kind of went off on a tangent there.
0: I think that was amazing. And I think it's so much of, it makes me think of uh, sometimes working with people and I, I'm sure you do this. I kind of read between the lines of what people say. So it reminds me of the example of hearing someone say, uh, you know, like where do you desire to be in life? And the response was, they almost worded it to the T, like this. Like, you know, I want that. I want the doctor title because it would be nice to be called doctor. So I read that as AKA. It's a word. It's a self worth thing, right? Yeah. We are in an accomplishment based culture, so we have straight away from like you talked about that internal knowing. That's just a powerful badass. I just have to say that. Like, <laughs> I love that. Doesn't. You know, spirit is not something that needs a degree to validate its knowing. It's, it doesn't need a title to validate. It doesn't need a book. It doesn't need any of those things. Those are just vehicles to, like you yeah. said, get us to that next place, whether that's a sense of awareness, accomplishment, being proud of ourselves, loving ourselves, knowing we deserve happiness, whatever that is, whatever that lesson entails. So that makes sense to me when you say, um, you know, like wanting something whether it's a car or whatever it is and a um really understanding energy and knowing that we have to understand that we have to feel it before we get there um and I also kind of hear you saying knowing like what are our motives like what are our intentions for for wanting something um, because I think sometimes we want something we want things out of um lack yes yeah. out of out of lack opposed to, I've been able to see my own evolution of really wanting, I was a title person too, to get that title and to have that influence. Um, and there was a time period where I had that influence and I wasn't, I don't think I was a good steward of it. Like I talked, yesterday I talked to a group of women and I'm like, you know, if you, you'll you meet two employees that have worked with me, you'll meet one who was like, she was a V-I-T-C-H because I was, I was, in that position, and I was like, I'm the boss, do as I say, like, or I'll fire you, right, and it's great leadership, and it came from me, but like a lack, it came from not understanding true leadership, Um, and then for me being a leader, and being able to lead from a place of love, to understand, to relate, to discern, and to really make myself proud and and really discovering that about myself. But I had to experience both sides and really be able to be aware to see how I was approaching things from lack, whether, and I think we do the same thing with money. We don't know how to relate to it energetically. Um... It's like when people say, oh, my God, if I just won the lottery, but studies show that people that win the lottery also lose all their money. Right. Like, it's kind of like it's not the money. We all just really want to be happy, which um, I kind of wanted to ask you, and I think we're, we're kind of getting to that point that I could ask you, because I think it's a lengthy question, is why do, you, why do you think we're here? What do you think is the purpose of life and of being here on this earth?
1: the purpose of life is just to live the best life you possibly can you know and to to be happy to discover the light within yourself and to share that light with others so that they can find the light within themselves that's what we're here for i mean this is a gift to be able to live in this world as crazy as it may be to be able to find a humbling place that you can call home and to create a beautiful family and surround yourself with that beautiful energy of love. It doesn't get much better than that, you know, and and to those people that decide not to have a family, you know, and that's fine. You can still find your family of love. You know, it doesn't mean you have to get married and have kids to find that, that gathering, that tribe, that vibe tribe, you know, it's just, it's about, that's what it's about. Because really, that's what it comes down to is how well you loved, right? Everything in life that happens, if you don't have that basis of love, that feeling at the end is not the feeling you're looking for. And the same goes with, with money. I mean, think about all the celebrities in the world that have all the money that they could possibly want, yet they still end up in drug rehab right, they still end up in divorce, their divorce rate is outrageous because they're not happy because that happiness doesn't come from external sources, that happiness and that love come from internal. That's where it begins. It begins with you, it doesn't end with you.
0: I love that so much. (laughs) I love it so much and I love it because I will be a firm believer forever in the fact that life is so simple. That yeah, so simple. And I think we want to make it complicated because of our beliefs, right? For you to say my belief was I didn't deserve to be happy. And I know that so many people believe that. Yeah, so many people believe that, especially um, just shedding a light on mental health and mental awareness. Um, I think your method of finding breadcrumbs and looking for the signs really opens up our ability to to be able to seek that light within ourselves, um, and keep seeking it and allow allow it to grow so that we spend more time in our light than in our darkness. And just one last thing. And I want to know if you can relate with this because you have suffered with depression. Um, do you feel like Sometimes, maybe it may be an event or may just be you're you're just in your own thoughts, whatever it is that kind of triggers it. Do you feel like sometimes it can be easy to momentarily slip back into that space?
1: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, for me personally, it usually starts with my thoughts. Um, And it usually results with um, a sense of lack of something. Whether it's, you know, the self-doubt or self-worth or not loving myself the way I should in the moment or thinking that I'm not worthy of whatever it is that I'm not getting um, or thinking that I'm not worthy of what I am getting. Um, and you, you run that thought over and over and over again. And this is where we falter. We just keep going with running that movie reel. And it's up to us to stop that reel and go, whoa, wait, this is not me. This is not me. I am deserving of goodness. I am deserving of happiness. Get yourself back to where it is you need to go. And that's where my teachings really come into play because it's kind of therapy for me as I'm helping others. It keeps me focused. It keeps me in practice. So I'm not just helping others. Everybody else is is continually helping me as well. And I love that. I love that. Like some of my classes, it's like, oh, I got to do class tonight. You know, And I'm like, oh, I'm just not in the mood. And then I get there and the energy that everybody brings and then it like gets me in the mood and I start teaching and I get revved up and the energy exchange that just keeps taking place amongst everybody. You leave there and you're like, yes. This is what it's about, feeling good, feeling worthy, feeling happy.
0: Yeah, and I love that energy exchange. I yeah. love the energy exchange, and I think anybody that chooses to show up and do what God has called you to do, which looks very different for everybody, and I think sometimes we discount what that looks like because of social media and because of, the, you know, everyone's got professional photo shoots and yeah. You know, it's like all these different things really make us doubt our, our worth and our value, even if we're good at cutting grass. Like if that's your thing, that's your thing,
1: <laughs> you know? And and you're making somebody's lawn look beautiful. Yes. I mean, that's a great way to shine your light, right? You're helping somebody else feel good about something that they have. Yeah. That's shining your light.
0: Yes. Yes. And I love that so much. Um, and I love what you described as I think people don't realize that even though you're and you love to inspire people and I talked about this with another guest you can inspire people but that doesn't mean we all don't have our struggles we just choose to have courage we just choose to believe and we choose to continuously practice and work those muscles of faith (laughs) um, to really stay within our light and stay within what feels good because it feels good to be in that space like it doesn't feel good to be depressed I grew up with a mother who was uh very depressed she took depression medication and I've had bouts of it only because I feel like I was so accustomed to her depression that it almost like I took it on a little bit as an adult and sure you thought that
1: was the way yeah to do things right like that's Let's just feel bad about ourselves and, you know, just get down on, on the world. And yeah, I mean, again, you're around that energy. And so that's what you knew. Mm-hmm. So it's about understanding that that is not you, right? That, that is a learned, possibly a learned behavior and you stepped out of it. Yeah. You know, you stepped out of the fear of being there and into the light of being who you're meant to be. mm
0: mm-hmm.
1: And, that, and like you said, that takes courage. It does. You know, when I had the idea to write my first book, my kids were still in elementary school. And so I didn't write it because I was afraid of the stigma that it was going to create for them in school. Oh, your mom talks to angels? Oh, wow. What a weirdo. Oh, you, your mom's crazy. Like that, that was the stuff that was going through my head. So I put it aside. And you know, it was like 15 years later when the book kind of finally came out. Wow. you know, and, but it wasn't the right time either. So, um, but yeah, you, you have to step out of that, that fearful spot to step out of step into the light. Like if you don't get up and go, you're not going to glow, I you love know, that. like <laughs> get up, do it, yeah. you know, show up, just show up. Like this morning I had to go to workout. I really didn't want to be there. I even walked in there and everyone said, hi. And I go, I really don't want to be here today. But I knew if I showed up and I did the workout, I was going to feel great by the end. And, you know, my day was going to be off on the right foot. And it was, you know, within five minutes, I'm like, all right, all right, positive mindset. Let's go. We got this, you know, and yeah, so it, it, I changed the the motion of my day. My motion of my day started here. You know, down and like, you know, let's pity ourselves. I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I just don't feel like doing this to, all right, just get up and go, right? Get to the workout. All right, change your mindset. You got this. You're stronger. You're better than this. Let's go. Mm -hmm. And that's how you get through each day. That's how you get through each moment. You know, you catch yourself when you start to fall and you just, you, you just barrel through it. Don't let it stop you.
0: I love that. I love that because it makes it. uh, I think we, when we hear these sayings of just show up, I feel like it's so simple and we overcomplicate it because we have these fairy tale pictures in our minds of what that's supposed to look like. Yeah. And I think for everybody, sometimes that just means it made me think of like better late than never. Like you got to the workout and then. Um, opposed to never having gone to be able to shift your energy you know you don't, like you said if you don't move you said just go to glow I love that <laughs>
1: yeah. if you know if you don't get up and go you don't glow
0: <laughs> no, you don't. and it goes back to having your candle and being a light and when you're not moving you're just it's it's like you're not creating a momentum in a in an energy yeah. and a, a force to brighten your light you're really just Stay, staying in one space and it gets dimmer and it gets dark and it feels dark. We all know how that feels to be in a dark space.
1: And it's easy to stay there. Mm-hmm. It's easier to stay there than to pick yourself back up, mm-hmm. especially in the beginning. But then once you feel that heightened awareness, that higher energy vibration, once you feel that and that dip starts to take place, when you start to go back down there, you're like, ugh. I don't want to feel like this. This is not a good feeling yeah. because you've lived like raising your energy vibration and, and living as constantly up there as you possibly can, which is nearly impossible. I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. But when you are up there, oh my gosh, the feeling of bliss that is there, it's so euphoric. It's, I'd like to call it the best drug around and it's free, Yeah. you know, and it's addicting. You know, it's highly addictive, but it's okay <laughs> because you can have it anytime you want it. You can bring yourself back to that place because you recognize being down here, it's just not feeling good. I'm not getting things accomplished. This is not what I want my life to be like. I am, again, so worth much more than this. I am worth this. Yeah. I'm worth this. I'm worth this. Mm-hmm. You know, we and we all are every single one of us. I don't care who you are. We are, we are all worthy of being the best person that we can be. Whatever level that is and everybody's level is different and that's okay. It's not a competition. It's not a comparison report. It's not a judgment report. It's just about you doing the best you can to be the best you.
0: I love that. I love that so much. I just want to send you a big hug. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send and one it, back. <laughs> and I hope that you guys listening are really taking notes. And if you're not taking notes, you're just so fully and spiritually making markers and memories um, that resonate with you within this conversation, because to me, it, life is just really simple and to me i think just any work that requires you to bring out your light, bring out your best bring out your authentic self it does require work but it's kind of like planting seeds you know like it has to grow something has to grow whether you want to move slow and resist and dip often and whatever you if you want to be on the struggle bus like all that is art. it's our choice and it's our making until we say enough but i know and i agree with you that You know, if we follow those breadcrumbs and if we're willing to have courage and believe in uh, God or whatever people want to call it, universe, sending us different signs to help us explore ourselves, to help us unlock different doors and close ones that aren't working for us, you know, I know that it leads to more lights, and it is absolutely euphoric. And I also love that. I hope you guys also took in that it's not, it's not necessarily humanly possible to be At that state all the time, because we're here in this physical body. And that was the point of us coming to earth. Right, right, Um, is to be able to experience that. And I don't know if you have ever heard of this book. It's called butterflies are free to fly. Mm -hmm. You've heard of that. Yes, the most random book I've ever found. I (laughs) I found it on um, just looking through like free books. And I found it, so anything that questions like my belief system, I read it. And any re- any writer who tells me don't read any further, I have to read that book. I'm like, I have <laughs> to read that book. He so kind, of, kind of talks about, um, you know, like, it's almost like if you sign up for a Notes from the Universe, how like the angels are jealous of us that we get to experience um almost struggle. That we don't, we're not this uh, perfect Everything works out for me being all the time because that's where we come from, where it's just perfection and love and just bliss, but coming down to earth is so that we can learn new lessons so that we can heighten our sense of awareness and contribute to this evolution of this thing called life and life on this planet, right? So I just think that's so amazing. And I think this conversation is going to be helpful for so many people to really, A, turn on the signs, because I'm a huge believer in signs,
1: Absolutely.
0: I am too. <laughs> totally, And being able to connect with our tribe and our light and to be able to know that we deserve to be happy and that we can thrive and that we can change and that it's up to us to really work our way out of those dark depressive states and it can yeah. be done. And it can be done.
1: Yeah. I think um, the moment that you, decide to start asking questions the moment you begin to seek something more in life something like when you you just question is this it or you know there must be more or um is this how i really want to feel or i don't want to feel this way this is not what i want like the minute you start to think those things that means you are so ready to see what is on the other side of that door Mm-hmm. And by simply asking that question, you have begun to set the wheels in motion of that new vibration out into the universe. The universe hears your calling; they've just been waiting for you. They've like they've got the phone. They've been like busy tone, hello. You know, can we get can we get up and go now? And yeah. um, they're waiting for you. The angels are there. Spirit is there. God is there. And I use the terminology angels very loosely, um, because angels are soft. You know, they're not. They're not um, fearful. Where I feel like if I used God in all of my teachings, that um, God is very fearful to many people, mm-hmm. um, for many reasons. Mm-hmm. Or some people just don't even believe in God, but they believe in angels. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes I use the terminology spirit, um, but it is all about an energy vibration. And angels are messengers of God and angels will lead you back to that relationship with God. And a lot of people may not realize that, but that's where they end up going. And that relationship begins to shift um, to a new perspective and a new way of living and a new way of loving.
0: So I just want to say the fact that your phone is ringing right now. <laughs> it's a house phone too. That's God calling people. <laughs> that is God calling. You just said it. They're on the dial tone. They're waiting. But I did, didn't I? That. <laughs> um, and just talking about that, like that's a sign.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Different things that just really open up new ways for us. And I really, no, he's,
1: he's just going nailed it, girlfriend. <laughs> you nailed it. I love that
0: so much. I love that so much. I love it. I love it. Um, what is one last thing that you want to, and then I got this little thing tweeting over here. If we don't have, <laughs> we hear you. We hear you. What is one last thing that you would love to leave everybody with?
1: You don't have to know where it is that you're going. You really don't have to know the end result. Um, My favorite um, analogy from The Secret is that if you want to drive to California, you're not going to see California when you start in New York. But you know if you get in your car and you have the roadmap and you follow the path that you're going to get there. So just get in your vehicle, whatever vehicle that may be, whether it's the universe, God, angels, um, just inspiration, just, you know, if you don't want to put a spiritual aspect on it, you don't have to, but the end result is going to be the same. So get in your vehicle and start to drive and just take one step in front of the other and just continually ask yourself in the moment, is this how I want to feel? So if you're in a disagreement with somebody at the moment or you're in a stressful situation at work, just ask yourself, is this how I want to feel and how can I change that? And if I come from a more loving, understanding, compassionate place, and I present myself in a different way, then the outcome is going to change. So always come from a place of love. Period. That's it. Always come from a place of love as much as you possibly can
0: amen and i love that i think it takes time to really get there and following Mm -hmm. our, when we follow the steps we're able to do that and that was probably my prime example of just being a leader and a boss and learning how to really do it effectively and uh even if I fire someone, for them to be able to walk away with a smile to me was like one of my biggest accomplishments. I was like cheering myself on, like I know I just fired you, but you're smiling. <laughs> 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 right.
1: It's for your greater
0: good. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Everything that happens to you is for you. Trust me. <laughs> so I just want to say thank you so much again for joining me here today, me and Levi. Thank and you. Also, uh, please just let us know where can we find you? Where can we find you? Where can we connect with you?
1: You can go to my website. It's michelleirene.com. It's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-I-R-E-N-E. Or you can follow me on Facebook. Uh, and My handle is Never Alone by Michelle Irene. And that is the same for my Instagram as well. Amazing.
0: Amazing. Thank you again so much for joining me. And if you guys join me for my meditations, quite often we do pull her her angel cards. But again, thank you so much for joining me. I hope Thank
1: you. Like you. That. It was so good to see you again too. Thank you. Wow.
0: Thank you. Thank you for tuning into Soul Chat with your host Ebony Totora. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and if you love it, share it with your friends. And make sure you join us next week for another conversation with your soul bringing you thought-provoking conversations that require you to look a little bit deeper than the surface.